now now y'all gonna give a, a right Just interview from Chicago. You go you gonna give a right interview. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm out. You, or I'm out. You gonna Did do this right? On him? Did they bang on Jerry? They banged on him. Oh, a boy damn. banged on him off the off the rip. I thought Jerry banged. They banged. Oh, no, they man. banged. Oh boy, banged on him like he came out of nowhere with it. He was like, uh, you know, he was just like, you know. So, are you is how do you feel about the loss? Are you are you embarrassed by this, or is the organization embarrassed by this loss? He said, "Hey, now watch your oh, mouth wow. now." That's what he said. <laughs> he said, "Watch your mouth now." <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's jump in. We are go for launch in ten, nine. Eight. Main thruster ignition. Rocket booster ignition. Four. Three. Two. One. Zero. We have the liftoff. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Got me Yo, what's going on? Welcome to episode six, season one of the Stargaze Cowboys podcast. I am your humble host, Mr. Will Steele, Skywalker Steele, with my co-host as always, OG, Big Game James. What's going on, man? What's up with you, dog? Another day, another week, another... Another L. My God, another L to another bummy, bummy QB. Listen, man, it... I'm going to read off in the middle of this episode the quarterbacks we have allowed for the last Gosh, five weeks it, to go in. It. It's unbelievable. It. But it's, it is uh, about 9 o'clock on the sixth day of December 2019, and Jason Garrett is still a part of this team. And Brett Maher is still a kicker on this team. So, guys, if you're listening to this and you haven't been fired or cut, that's a problem. <laughs> I mean, it's a huge problem, but as I said before, we know what Maher is. Didn't I tell you in the very beginning? Maher is going to miss one, and he's going to make one. Maher is going to miss one oh, every game. He is going to miss one every game. I said that. It's it's getting to the point where it's becoming a historical type of thing. Uh, Maher is the only – Oh, were the other kickers they brought in, were they that bad because no. they had to be that – I mean, well, what is it? What was it? Why was it? See, that's the undermining of the authority. That's where you can always get into this when we – when we jump into this coaching and the in the top stuff, that's the oh, undermining because Jason Garrett will say one thing, but the front office, the Jones will say something else. Yeah, it is it's so bad right now. It it's so it's always been beyond coaching, but it is so evident now that it's beyond coaching because you see the undermining, right? I felt like Jerry kind of been... stepped back though. Mm-mm, nope. With with talking in the media is what I mean. Hey, where you where have you seen him? Maybe not a little. Year. He's maybe toned down a little bit. I mean, not 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 in, not not this year. Not this year. He's not stepping back this year at all because there's a lot of losing. But well, he was talking with Zeke. Years. Oh yeah, you know. But you know, you're talking about when he was suspended. No, when he was done with that contract, he was all in. That right, that's what I'm saying. Talking. Not this year. Not this year. Yeah. Jerry is all in it this year. But mm-hmm. I felt like he was always a mouthpiece. But I didn't think it was a troubling thing for the last few years. It's troubling this year. You know, it's like you said, undermining. I mean, it's beyond the it's is like I said, you have to understand this is the fundamental issue, and that's why when people are under are sitting there frustrated because the Cowboys have a number one <clears throat> offense, a top ten defense, you have oh, a thousand that. yard receivers, a four thousand uh, yard quarterback. You know, you got guys at nine and a half sack. You, if you look in statistical wise, they're they you're looking like how is this happening? They showed the record with the Seahawks that we're top better than them in a lot of the categories, but with they have the better record because they know how to win in the clutch. But, here, but here's the but not just that. But here's when I told you when I made this video about Jerry and um um Jerry and 
I can't Jason? remember. Yes, Jerry and Jason. I can't even think of this dude's name right now. <laughs> Jerry and Jason joined at the hip because the undermined authority's been in for always since Jerry's been there. Right, right. He right, got right. away with it with Jimmy because Jimmy was so damn headstrong. He got away with it a little bit with Parcells because Parcells was so damn headstrong, but he was older. You get what I'm saying? Mm. But now it's coming back and showing again because, like I said, when we had Way Phillips, and remember when you said you right, and you, that's when it was going on. The undermining was going on then because – Oh, absolutely. When, when you are a coach, a head coach, you want your own people. And you have an owner that says, no, this is your offensive coordinator. Right there, that's undermining. Right there, I don't have a chance. Right there, it's over. And then you pay your assistant coordinator as much as your head coach. Well, I am saying to you that you are about to be done as a coach and he's about to take over. So what did the players do accordingly? They gave up. Because why are we playing for you? Because you're not going to be here any longer. And as I said, he had three straight winning seasons. And had one losing season and got the axe. Now, let me finish right here. Go ahead, you G. go from three winning seasons to one losing season, get your get your job taken from the guy who was the coordinator who starts out with three not winning seasons, have one winning season, and gets a five-year deal out of that. That's where you see mediocre, undermining, and that's where it fundamentally messes up the whole team. I can't even disagree with any of that. It started in 2007 when he hired Wade Phillips. And it, this, this was his baby. Jason Garrett is mm -hmm. his baby. We joked about it on the last episode. Mm -hmm. That is his stepchild. That is his stepson. He Damn, does yeah. not want to give it. And what you say when, 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 when dad, dad wants to be right. Dad wants do, to be right. If you, if you start doing good, that's my boy. Mm -hmm. He's going to come back. See, I told you. I told that's you he was my good. Boy. And what did he do last year when we were three and five? We went on that win streak. What was Jerry well, saying? God, See, look I at told it. you. I told you. See, and that's what it is. And that's the problem. And that's what it's always going to be unless um, Steven takes get a over with strong it, dog. Guy in there. He, but it's not going to be with Jerry. Just like I made that video. I didn't make that video, but I posted that video with Terry Bradshaw. Just what he says is the truth. Jerry don't want that. He, he wants to have the complete control. And as long as he wants to have it like that, we are going to spin in the same circle. Yes, Dallas will have the talent. Jerry knows how to get the talent. Jerry knows how to get the players. But he don't know how to step the hell back and let the coach do his thing. And as long as he does that, dog, we always going to be in this type of situation. I can't. I cannot disagree with anything that, that involves Jerry Jones being an issue with the Cowboys moving forward. He's always going to be an issue unless – you bring in a guy who, I, and I'll, I'll cuss on her, don't give a fuck, honestly. That's just who? what it has to be. Jerry's not going to allow it, dog. You but, live in a fantasy here, world. I, I, here, here's the thing. I dropped a video after the Bills game. I said, if a coach really wanted to coach this team because they see the collective talent and they think they can win the Super Bowl with this team, that bad to the point where they wanna, they'll deal with Jerry, what they're going to have to do to Jerry is lie. <laughs> they're going to have to lie their way into the organization. They're going to say, yeah, Jerry, I'm, you know, I'm not going to rock the boat, man. I'm just going to come in here, try to work with what I got, and we're going to do this thing. And But when he gets here, he absolutely rocks the boat to the tune of a sixth championship, to the point where you may butt heads with Jerry Jones. You may He may disagree with a lot of what you're doing, but if you're winning, it won't matter. It won't matter. But the problem is, will a coach be willing to do that, Right. Will a coach be willing to already step into an organization in the hole? Get what I mean? Where, where you're coming here and you're saying, I'm going to do this, and then immediately you do the exact opposite. Now Jerry's on your ass right away. I, I don't know, man. I can't see too many coaches wanting to do that.
That's why people <laughs> act like it's a dream job to come to Dallas Cowboys. When I listen to Dallas jail. Cowboys fans, when I listen to that, like it's the dream job because it's the Dallas Cowboys, because it's the facilities. No. Yeah, you can see all that glitz and glamour and all that, but all that glitter ain't gold. You got to deal with a lot of extra stuff, and people do not want to do that because, once again, he is still the only owner in the NFL since he's been there that is the owner, the president, and the general manager. Yep. He need to fire himself. Dog, it's never going to happen. I mean, and what he is and what he's doing, he's trying to chase that ghost that ghost of that Jimmy Johnson, he's trying to get it to where he's kind of trying to do it like a Kobe Bryant did, but Kobe Bryant, I don't, he lucked out to well, me ch- because ch- remember, now, 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 now listen now. what I'm saying. Listen <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm saying. Fan. Okay. You can be a Laker fan, but it's the truth. Kobe the won truth. the proof. Kobe won the proof that he could win championships without Shaquille O'Neal. And when Shaquille left, the he Lakers fell off. Up. I'm not saying he lucked up, but, he, they got talent. He took uh-huh. a step. I don't know if he took a step back because he was still still shooting hella crazy. No, he ain't taking a step back, bro. <laughs> I, I think I, something happened to where it worked out for him to where he, he was an ultimate competitor. You know, you they made the right moves with management, and he got those championships. But what I was saying was, with the point where I was making was, Kobe was trying to prove to everybody in he the can world, do without I can do it yeah. without Shaq. I didn't need Shaq to get my championships. And that's what Jerry Jones is still trying to prove to everybody that I can win Super Bowls without Jimmy Johnson. I don't care. He can he can try to count that one with Barry Switzer, but I ain't because we know no, damn that well that team. that was Jimmy's team. There was Jimmy players, and they were smart enough and mature enough to get that team talent wise, and they were still just better than everybody else. You know what's crazy about the Barry Switzer? Real quick story. We're going to get into the Bears game here, quick. Um, the undermining thing immediately it happened immediately when he hired uh, Barry Switzer they cut a tight end I forget the tight end's name and Barry Switzer had no idea I think he did like an interview or something he talked about it and they cut the tight end and Barry Switzer said well I guess we made a roster move (laughs) he had no idea but Jerry Jones did the cutting you can't do that you're the owner what are you doing like you know if you're going to be doing that type of stuff as the owner general manager you got to know Moving forward, there's going to be guys that don't want to play or coach under you. Hence, you, that's why you hire not Dave no Campos real coach. Chan Gailey. That's yeah, why yeah. You, that's why those coaches are Dave Campo or Chan Gailey, um, even Wade Phillips. I mean, you you hire guys. Guys happy you know to be here. That's I'm going to. This is how it's going to be. But guess what? You're going to be head coach of Dallas Cowboys. I'll get you all the talent you want. Blah 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 blah. But I'm going to be controlling this every step of the way. How is he really not even the coach too? Like for real. How is he not really even the coach? Yeah, he may be up there and he's not coming downstairs anymore, but I just think that's that damn old age cry creeped up on me for them old bones don't want to <laughs> walk down on I was about to say, on. back then he used to come <laughs> back down. In the day, that's what I'm saying, but he was younger then. Them yeah. old bones don't want to come down there all the time. You get what I'm saying? But, you know, it, it's just like he he's the ultimate control freak. And as long as that goes on, I don't see a headstrong coach that's going to say, I want to come in here and do this because any real coach – any real coach, because I've been a head coach, you don't want to come into a situation where you're the head coach, but the person says, this is your coordinator. No, I'm done. I don't want to do it because that tells me right there, I don't have no say in nothing. The the only saving grace we may have is that there's a guy named Will McClay and then his son, Stephen oh, Jones, man. that we would hope is the buffer. That's the only thing. You, that's the only hope you have, really. The only hope we have again the Super Bowl is when Stephen Jones takes over. Because yeah. we're not winning under Jerry. And I said that well, you in 2017. Said that. Yeah, you've been saying that since I've been saying that. Uh, so yeah. it, it's yeah. just the truth. 
I'm sorry people don't want to hear it. We don't want to believe it. But we give you the truth. But it, it's just it's, it is what it is. You don't, and I said it before, you don't win them championships in 1990 and all of a sudden you go 25, 28 years, 30 years and start winning them again. It don't happen like that in the sports world. I We know about the football guys and all that. There's a certain thing. It's going to have to be Stephen Jones when he fully takes over. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I feel like that's the only time that we will possibly get another Super Bowl championship because as long as it's under Jerry's regime and he is the head, it's going to be fundamentally broken. Uh, you're probably right, man, because I, I don't see Steve. I don't see Stephen Jones wanting to be the general manager. You know what I mean? Wanting that's to. That's why I don't. I feel he would. I feel he would delegate the authority right. more than his dad. Like I, I don't feel like he is as power hungry Ego. like his dad. No, he just want to win. Everyone body just wants to win, but Jerry Jones wants to win his way. I want to win my way. I want. He that, wants that to hold I it up it and say, "I my did." Guy, it. Right. J- J- uh, Jason, Jason Garrett. Garrett. That's what. It, that's what this is all about. That's what this is all about. I want this to be the guy. Why do you keep on hearing him in the news somehow? I'm not going to fire him. I'm not going to fire him. Or I'm not going to do this. Because he does not want to be. And one other thing, just like with Randy Gregory, why we see, why is Randy Gregory still on the, the team? You know Jerry why? Jones. Because Jerry Jones is like, I'm not going to cut this kid. And then he goes somewhere else after I kept him on the roster three or four years. And I cut him. And all of a sudden, he gets his life together and gets 10, 12 sacks a game. I'm not going to do it, so I'm going to hold on to him so can't nobody else get him. And that's what he does, and that's what he do. Yeah, that's he don't what he's wanna, doing. He doesn't want to look wrong No, on that front either. <laughs> he doesn't ever want to look wrong on the football front. No, no. Well, let's get into that uh, lane debacle again. coach that we have uh, and how he looked just lifeless on the sideline. I mean, it was it, – honestly, I was starting to feel bad for the man. They were I showing shots. No, and he was just him. looking – it looked – you, you, you know, you know on those uh th- th- those superhero movies and stuff, all those, those fantasy movies where, where you get like a monster or something comes up to you and it sucks the life out of you. Yeah. And you, you, you dry up and, and you're pale. That's what Jason Garrett looked like last night. I mean, dude, you're, you're fighting for your life. What R. Kelly say? I'm fighting for my damn life. And yeah. that's that's what you that's what you look like. That's how you act. You don't want it, man. You quit. You, you everyone's talking about the players quitting on the coach. I don't care what nobody say. These interviews, the way he acts on the sideline, the, 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 the not doing any adjustments. Jason Garrett is done. He may not be, you know, may not quit in the sense of F this team, I'm done, but he's lifeless. He's burnt out. It's over. Put him out of his misery. Move on and begin the coaching search. I know you've seen the tweets from Jane. Yeah. That Urban Meyer and mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley, the OC. I made a couple of polls. Yeah. Um, all that stuff. The fact that the Cowboys are leaking that and having Jason Garrett on the team is just ridiculous, man. It's right. Ridiculous. That's, why, why would you keep on putting, it, putting him through that? It's just like, get him put out him, of there. It's no point in keeping him the next four games. Like, stop trying to say and, – and here's my frustrating part, and – I get it. I get it. But don't ask me if I was a player. Don't ask me that question. But, you know, when they're they're at, got the, the microphone in their face, we'll run through a wall to, for Jason what, Garrett. What I don't believe you. You're just <laughs> what else lying. They supposed to You're say, going, that's what I'm saying. You're going to say that in the media. When they put the microphone, how do y'all feel about Coach? What's he going to say? No, Coach sucks, dog. We are, we're just over it. No, they're going to stay. They're, gonna, they're not going to throw anybody under the bus, no. which, is, which is cool, okay? And I get that, and I, I respect that. But we know it lies, and I'm not believing anything you're saying. So when y'all saying y'all fighting through a brick wall, 
I'll just be laughing at that because I know damn well you're not. You're lying. You ain't fighting through no brick wall for that. Well, after the first possession in that Chicago Bear game, what nobody running through nobody's brick wall. They was barely running through uh, uh, paper. It, it was pathetic. I, I, we went touchdown on the 17-play drive to open up the game, and it felt good, right? You got Blake Jarwin involved. Uh, Dak is completing passes. Zeke is getting involved. It Zeke was running that rock. Good. It, it looked good. Then you get the interception. And I'm not really knocking the, the offense being on the one-yard line. I'm not knocking them for not getting out. That's tough, right? I mean, that's, it is what it is. But then the Bears just dominate you for the rest of the, the game. You cannot have that with your backs against the wall, man. You cannot have that. Um, I, so let's just kind of talk about the offense, and then we'll get to the, the, the worst part was the defense. Mm-hmm. This wasn't Dak Prescott's best game. We were texting about it uh, throughout, the, throughout the game. It, 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 I still – I was not – I'm not, you know, battered from it. It's not something that I'm like, oh, you know what, we don't need to pay him. He doesn't need to be our franchise quarterback or anything like that. But it just wasn't a good game. It's not a good look, and it gives all the Dak haters something to talk about. And that's what happened. Yeah, it definitely does. And uh, your boy, oh, I'm not saying he's your boy, but Jason Whitlock brought up something on that show. Um, I got words for him, but I can't say him more. <laughs> about him calling uh, Dak Prescott the black Andy Dalton. Mm. Did you see mm. that? I did not see that. Wow. Called him the, called him the black Andy Dalton and basically said he it's like kind of like fool's gold. And uh, some of the stuff that he was saying, a little bit I will agree with. I'm not going to sit there and agree with everything he said, but I did agree with a little bit what he was saying. What, what are some what, of the things the, he said? Some of the empty stats that he has gotten. I think he has gotten some empty stats. I know he's the leading quarterback in the league. That's what happens when you're trailing. I got something yeah. to say about that. Uh, yeah. But um, he was basically saying that, you know, um, you can have a lot of stats, but the eye test and um, – was it not? He's not. It's not matching up to him or something. Yeah, like the stats in the eye test is not matching up, and that he's a good quarterback. He said he's a a a, a, a little below, one step below Garoppolo, above oh, my Derek Carr. I think Dak Prescott's a top ten quarterback. I think Dak Prescott, as I, I said this all year, and it's about this offense as well. They go into the game already in the hole due to this coaching staff. Okay, and and that's mostly the offense is what I mean. Um, and it's funny because now we're starting to see that the defense is mirroring the offense and that nothing changes, and it's all about going out there and just executing. That's all it's ever about. Go out there and out-talent the people in front of you. <laughs> there's, there's no coaching really done to it, in my opinion. But I wanted to talk about the totality of the offense because last night there was a troubling statistic that's been going on. Uh, I believe I counted five of the seven losses this year. We've had over 400 yards. And you want we were or 400 or more yards. And Whitlock said he, you said he talked about empty stats. Mm-hmm. Stats. Everyone is praising this offense as the number one offense. This and that. Blah 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 blah. Well, let me tell you why I believe they're the number one offense. Two reasons. One, the defense and special teams gives this offense zero field position, no field position advantage. So they're driving constantly, 75, 80, 85, 90 yards. They have to do these drives, be it a touchdown or they'll go 60 yards and miss a field goal, <clears throat> Maher. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second reason is, if you look at some of the games here, we're talking Green Bay, New York, uh, Minnesota, uh, Buffalo, and Chicago. All those games, they were down by double-digit points at some point in the second half or early on in the game. What's that make you do? Throw the ball. 
And what gets the fastest yards and, and makes your team have a lot of yards? Them throwing the ball. Balls. Yeah. <laughs> so short ball, long ball, all kind of balls. So when you're piling up the yards when you're trailing through the air, yes, it's gonna look like, oh my gosh, the offense is man, all these yards. Look at all the like, number one offense in the league. But when you watch the team play week to week, does that look like a number one offense to you? That's what I said. I mean, I said it on my Twitter that we have the number one offense, but it don't look like it. It don't seem like it. It's it not. just looks broken. It looks old and stale, and it looks Linehanian. It's even. It, oh, I'm just saying, does it? It looks Linehanian. I, I I like Kellen Moore, but it looks Linehanian. Linehanian. That's what happens when when the Linehanian offense is the mm-hmm. basis around Jason Garrett's offense, and then the Kellen Moore offense is still the basis around Jason Linehan- Garrett's offense. Yeah, Jason Garrett, <laughs> Linehanian, all y'all just it's, y'all still just. There. So yeah, it's 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 deceiving because every time I keep on looking, it says we're still the number number one offense in the league. Because it yards. damn sure you looking at all these other offenses and compared to ours, and I'm like, no, them ain't the same. Them are not the same type offenses. This is we are uh, not explosive like that. Eleven of our, or not eleven, ten of our eleven games. I'm counting here. We've had 399 yards or more of total offense. That that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is unbelievably crazy to me, and we're six and seven. That or we have thirteen games. I'm sorry, I don't know why I said eleven. Twelve of the thirteen games we've had about four hundred yards or more, and and we're six and seven. I'm telling you guys, it's empty yards. It's catch up offense. It's 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 catch up with no no mustard type of offense. Like it's it's fool's gold in the sense that I believe in the players. I believe in Zeke. I believe in uh, uh, Dak, I believe in our receivers. Are our players overrated? I don't the think defen- so. You don't think our well, defensive players are overrated? Yes, they are. Defensively, yes, they are. Yeah. There's yeah, some. There's bit. some players I'm gonna name that. Let's are, go right. Been, I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, let's talk. Go ahead and let's jump talk right about into the D it. because we harped on the O. The O. I, I think the O is in a good place in the sense that you br- what you're going to bring in here is likely an offensive-minded guy. You know, next for Jason Garrett because you have all those pieces, man. Those pieces are there to to be very very good and dangerous offense. So I'm not worried about the offense. I'm worried about what you're going to do about this damn defense, bro. And let's just talk about the guy who's been in the spotlight yesterday, uh, Jalen Smith. Hmm. Um, he had a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> and and everybody's getting on him. You know, you know, he apologized, but, you know, a lot of people are like, well, they weren't talking about when you were swiping on uh, when the dude got hurt. It's been you were swiping when you were not. And he tends to do that, and I am not. don't want to oh, wreck yeah, Jalen. I don't want to wreck Jalen. Please, Jalen, if you ever hear this, I ain't trying to wreck you or none of the Cowboys. I'm not trying to wreck none of you. But not y'all personally. like I said, this is, this, is, this, this is a performance-based business. It's like in my job or anything else, it's a performance-based business. And if you're not performing, people going to say shit or you, something's going to happen. So, Jalen. I mean, just has not – he has not looked good. It's the last three, four weeks hasn't looked good. And that game yesterday, to me, looked atrocious. When you got Mitch Trubisky Ugh. going after you three straight plays, when you have Mitch Trubisky on first down, throw to the tight end and come back to the tight end and point at him saying, oh, we got this. He is – he was – he was – he pointed to him and said, oh, we got this. Like – I saw it on TV. So how did you not see? He said he was pointing at you like, oh, we got this play. And then it goes right back to you. And then he says, okay, he gets hurt. Well, let's put a receiver right here, and we're going to go to you again. And he got it. My thing is, 
as a defensive staff, how do you not see their targeting this man? And, and right, and get him out of there. How do you call up something that gets their best wide receiver on your linebacker? Who's struggling already. What the heck? You know, it's... And you should know, man, and see, here's the thing. I think, I told you, man, this is my opinion. I think that knee, he's still, he's still, I still think that knee, dog. I think this year, it's I think it's his IQ, bro. You see the athleticism pop when he goes. Not in coverage. Not in coverage. No, you listen, don't. He listen. he he protects. No, no. I watch. He protects that knee. Still, when he, when somebody makes a good cut on him, he'll lift that leg up because he don't want to put that full pressure. Listen, on Listen, they time. targeted him in that red zone, but let's Man, not let's not act like he got burnt. He was the coverage was amazing. He, you just can't put a. Receiver. But you can kill Jalen in coverage. Ever since he's been in the league, he's been a he's been a liability in coverage. He's been killed this year in coverage, though. That the coverage thing ain't the issue. The, here's my thing: what I see in film with Jalen. No, I don't think that's the issue with Jalen this year. Because he does. Because you take him out in coverage. Because you, if you isolate him with the they running back, rush him. Skywalker, Skywalker. You know damn well if you isolate a running back or somebody on Jalen Smith, you really like that outcome. OG, you isolate a passing running back on any linebacker. It's a mismatch. No, nah, they're, they're, they're not, not, not with everybody out there. What, what, here's what I'm noticing with Jalen is that he is guessing, and he's guessing wrong a oh, lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he guessed wrong on that one big, long play. Where we got up the middle, and it's just like, where were you, dog? You're the middle linebacker, bro, and you're running away. It's like he's running uh, away from the contact. Trying to size- one? Yeah, like you're yeah. trying to sidestep. It's like he's trying to sidestep the contact. Trying to be cutesy. Is it, do they have him at middle linebacker without without LVE? Yeah, I'd be seeing him. Did you see him in the middle of line yesterday? I think, I think LV. I think they need to move him back to weak side because he he he's not strong at that point of attack. No, he don't want no. He don't want. He any, don't want that problem. action because yeah. he moves out the way. He moves to the side or he tries. He tries to jump or you know try to guess it to where the guy doesn't hit him. He doesn't want people on him. And no, like I, I said. My 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 thought with Jalen is, and I love the kid, great great business endeavors, all that. But I just feel like maybe a little problem. bit too Hollywood this yeah, year. Maybe a little you. bit too Hollywood Wait this year. I just I just really feel a little too Hollywood this year. You know, I've been just, seeing way too many swipes when we're down. Swipes when we're losing, and swipes when they're insignificant. It's almost like when the Eagles had the interception, they're down 17 to three, and they all run to one side of the end zone and celebrate. Like You're like, minutes. why? <laughs> why are you doing that? And it's just like you swipe, but it's like your swipe ain't make no impact. You feel me? It's like you kind of just you you're trying to live off of that the trademark. And say boom, there you go. So do do we think? Because remember what Jalen said when he signed that deal. And he said he signed a team-friendly deal because what better person to get in business with than the Dallas Cowboys brand? You got to wonder, man, are you swiping at these inopportune times because it's it's good Marketing? for the brand? Let's not act like those things don't happen in, exactly. in real life. Let's not act like those things don't happen because this is a business. This is a business. I agree. And that's why I'm wondering, like you said, is is a perfect word. Is it's a lot of Hollywood, man. You hear him before the games, his talk don't match the play. And again, it I, doesn't. I, I'm and not I just trying feel to like, get on you, Jalen, but and I'm not either, but it's real. Like I, I I'm I don't know how it's coming from our opinion, so I can't say it's a real because I don't know. But in my there, heart, yeah. in my heart, when I just watch him, when I listen to 
the the talking and things of that nature and i just feel like it's more hollywood it's a lot of show right now it's just a lot of show because like you said when i see the production or i see it on the field i'm like eh it just don't seem like that you know what i mean it it just doesn't seem like that you know it's like he he really is one of the people that lived off the hot boys he was one of the people that really, really pushed the hot boys. They're and, real hot right now, Antoine Woods. And and just and you know, like I told you, what was just very disheartening to me was that game when we beat the Giants, and he came in the next week with that cat. That cat. Ever since <laughs> we've been taking L's. I'm since. just saying that that bothered me because that's your leader to me coming in, you know, with the cat with the hot boys chain like it's funny and this is a big game you coming into it's not funny you know what you know what it, what it feels like man this defense turned soft real fast yeah it, it got soft real fast and i think it's lost its confidence in its it scheme. got soft because i feel like they really i mean listen think about it well before they were the hot boys right no name they get the hot boys. They're living under something. It was new. It was fresh. They they died, you know, flying everywhere. We got a name for ourselves. And we know how the Dallas Cowboys are. I know a little bit more than you because I'm OG. Right. But I know how the Cowboys are. When they start getting Hollywood, they, the, the newer brand, they get lazy. The newer brand Cowboys, when they get uh, some kind of name or anything, they get lazy. And I just feel like this year they lived off the fats of their um, – fruits of their labor of last 20s, year yeah, yeah and lived off of it and they and think about it the defense immediately came in hot boys chains hot boys snacks we want to be boys, the best defense hot, hot boys yeah. this hot boy you know everything hot boy uh canisters how many hot boy stuff you hearing out of new england you feel me and hats <laughs> and things of that nature now i know san fran bit the whole thing but at least they backing it up right and and here's the thing san francisco got a was building a nice defense anyway before they were even saying that they were building there. They had some players, but guess what? They got a coaching staff that's over a lot. That's just a lot different than ours, man. And that's where I wanted to get at when I said that I think they lo- they've lost confidence in this scheme. And I believe that that has to do with their coaching. I, I don't think they believe in it, man. You watch them play. You don't believe in Marinelli, dog. He's old dinosaur. Yeah. It's time to go. You a dinosaur, bro. Like, yeah. it's okay. We respect you, Marinelli. We respect what you did in the league. We respect that. But I feel like, number one, I've been hearing, I think it's a power struggle between Marinelli and, and Chris, Chris Richard. Richard. I think that, too, is going on. Because remember, and I, and I brought this up to you before about Eberflus. I brought this up to you about before. Eberflus, he had the opportunity to be the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys or in, or in word. But what did he say? No you sir. know what? I'm going to go to the Colts because I don't want to step on Ron Marinelli's toes. No. You know what that meant, what he said to me? I don't want to be here because Ron Marinelli is still going to be running his defense and I it's won't have scheme, full control. Right. I won't be able so to run what I want I to run. won't be able to run what I want to run because it really won't be my defense. It'll say in name. It'll say in name. It's my defense. But you really won't be controlling it. I will. And, and he honestly, is old and stubborn. And you know he's not moving out the way when Chris Richard wants to say something. It didn't even – it didn't even – it wasn't even going to be in his name. It was – because here's the thing with Chris Richard. Chris Richard calls the plays, but it's Rob Marinelli's defense. There's two, there's a, that's a difference, y'all. I'm trying to tell you, and everyone's getting on Chris, and yes, he deserves criticism too because our, our secondary is not generating any turnovers. He 
teaches the secondary to play the receiver's hands and eyes and not the ball. Okay, that's what he teaches. That's why he likes long cornerbacks. If you go back and look in Seattle, his, his guys didn't really turn his head their heads that much unless they were smart like Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman reads your eyes, reads your hands, and he gets his head around. Our guys, except Jordan Lewis, just they don't have that instinct. Okay, but I've been saying this since last year. I've been saying this since everyone was saying Chris Richard is, is running the D. He's not running this D. This is Tampa 2 all day, all day. And when I say Tampa 2, I don't mean it's Tampa 2 24-7, but these are the basic principles of, of Rob Marinelli's scheme, and we're seeing it. And did you hear what Jason Garrett said on the radio today about defense? He told he told those men some different looks they were playing. We were playing hard, but they it's hard to do something if they're keeping on different looks. Yes, it's hard to execute when you have a bunch of different looks. Dude, are we running? Are we running a midget league football team? These are grown men being paid millions of dollars, and you just said you, this was your excuse to the world. This should, should not be getting thrown under the rug. This needs to be major news. You just told us. We don't run any complexities with our defense because it's too hard for this team to execute it. Whoa. Uh, I don't know why we're surprised. What was one of the reasons why they got rid of Rob Ryan? Well, that, that's a whole – that's 10 years ago. It doesn't matter. It's still the same thing because they're still saying no. They're still saying the same thing. They got rid of him because they said, we can't concentrate. We can't just play Rob's football. suck, though. I'm just saying. We can't concentrate on football because we got to know this and know that, and we have to learn this and learn that. It's too complex. And what did Jerry do? He said, okay, I'm not going to do complex. I'm going to get an old-ass dinosaur in Monty Kiffin. Kiff, uh, Monty Kiffin, Monty Kiffin <laughs> who's 115 years old because it's an old defense in Tampa and it won some Super Bowls, and I'm going to make it easier for you guys. And what happened? It was the worst damn defense in the league. And what's happening right now? We're falling off because everybody knows how to scheme this crap. You hear Aaron Rodgers. You hear them guys in the – I told you, that presser with Aaron Rodgers when he was like stimuli. I like coming here and, you know, this defense, yeah, you know, it's – it's, 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 I can figure it out. Like, he was basically saying this is easy. This is going to be easy. It is literally the they're – the, they're, and I've seen it all over Twitter. It's funny, but it's true. They're literally the Linehan of defense now. They don't do any adjustments. They go out, we're just going to run what we run, and hopefully we outman you. And we don't have a our, – our defense has a few no top-notch either. players, but the, it's not from top to bottom. It is not great. It is, this is not the 85 Bears, the 2012 Seahawks, the 2015 uh, uh, Broncos. You can't just go out there and say, hey, we're going to out-talent you, and that's what we're doing. This defense is not built that way, man. Sheeta Bay Awuze is your second corner. He's not your fourth. He's and he's overrated. He's That's overrated. what I'm saying. Like, right. you're, you're asking us to do these things. With, with God. You got Darian Thompson and Xavier Woods as your safeties. These, you, can't, you cannot ask these guys to say, hey, go out there and out-talent these guys, and we're not making any adjustments. We had Mitchell Trubisky, who had a total of 80 yards on, on the ground. 80. He had 64 last night in the rushing touchdown. Jeff Driscoll, 51 rushing yards and a touchdown. Kirk Cousins, uh, two touchdowns, 300 yards, no, no interceptions. Between Driscoll, Cousins, Jonathan, or, or was it Allen? 
Josh Allen. Look, Josh Allen. And he looked all world. He was 19 to 24 for 230. They have about nine touchdowns and one interception. And that's the interception is Mitchell Trubisky. They all had over a hundred quarterback rating. And what what four things do those guys have in common? They ain't that good. <laughs> I mean, and, we made... and, and 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 if I look at all the quarterbacks, I mean, Driscoll was bad, but Trubisky Trubisky's has bad. been been. That's what I'm saying. Trubisky has been straight hot waste garbage, dumpster fire juice, and, Matt... and he comes right in there. And I knew it. Like I, I knew it. And and see, here's the thing, Skywalker. You should you start learning me by now. When I start saying, and if this quarterback. And if he, <laughs> that's telling you, I feel like it's going to happen. So when I start yelling it like Emphasis. that, I'm, gi- I'm giving you the signal that this is going to happen. That's why wink, I'm yelling wink, it wink, out. Wink. <laughs> it's going to happen. That's why I'm yelling at you Cowboys. Don't let it happen because I know it is. I said, don't let Josh Allen get comfortable because I know what he's going to do. What happened? I said, Mitch Trubisky, we didn't have to, we didn't have a pre, pre-show, but I would have said the same thing. We said it about Driscoll and, we got lucky with that because yeah, just the defense yeah. is so bad. If the if the Detroit Lions had some kind of defense, we probably lost that game. Matt Nagy came <laughs> out after that game and said, "Yeah, and he's been we, on the damn high seat." Like exactly. he said, "Yeah, we pretty much targeted. We saw it on film. They don't care about the quarterback, so we're going to use it to our advantage." It's so easy. Every how come after every game, all the defense, all the offense. They say the same. They like it was. It's easy. Like we knew what we we watched the tape. Same they thing. all say the same thing. We schemed them correctly. We knew what they were gonna do. That's what I always hear from. We knew what on both they, sides of the ball. By the way, on y'all. both sides of the ball, we knew what they are going to do. That's what is always said about our team. And you can tell they know what we're doing because it's almost like they. It's almost like they play us like Tecmo Bowl. They see a play, and then they back. just keep running it and running it until we stop it, and we never do. What happened to the rush defense, man? We never had no rush defense. That's the problem. I overrated it. I had some people get on me and say, we ain't got no tight defensive line. I was trying to hype it up, feeling good. But I, I drank the juice, the coffee, the Kool-Aid, the, the milkshakes, all of it. I drank all of it because guess what? Our run defense is trash, You know okay? Malik Collins has always been a trash run defender. He has not been a good run defender his whole career. He's only good in the past. And I told you this. I don't know if I told you this, but I said, just like you mentioned uh, Jalen Smith, Malik Collins, contract year. I need sacks because I need to get a big contract. Yeah. So instead of me being a run defender, but we knew because that ain't, but I'm saying, but that ain't sexy. That ain't sexy to take on two guys. That ain't tex- sexy to hold up the point of attack. Okay. He was exposed in 2017 as a bad run defender. But now it's your contract year. They need you to step up, and you still ain't doing it, dog. Well, I I, I pin most of that on the, the coaching staff for being so stubborn and borderline stupid. I listen. I like listen. I'm not giving up. That's on not our discipline. I, I'm not giving up on our line. I think our linebackers are still really good linebackers that need to be in a different system. But here's the problem: those guys are better when you keep them clean. And we're not going to keep anybody clean with Chris Covington and and Antoine Woods and and uh. Uh, a Malik Collins at defensive tackle. And They're Tristan not going to be clean. And Tristan Hill. Hill. Nobody worried about them DTs, man. Yeah, They're not they, double teaming these guys. They're, they're licking their chops. And, 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 and honestly, when you look at Antoine Woods was the great feel-good feel story. Oh, man. Uh, last I'm year. sorry. But I, I'm sorry. I, if, I you really look at, if you really look at him in, in the size, because, I mean, if you look at him at camp, he's not a big dude. He's like six foot. 
No, he's not six foot. He ain't even that. I ain't giving him six foot. Oh man, I'm not giving him no damn six foot. No, I'm not. I, they, I, and, and, and I'm sorry, yo, because you know he got he got arrested and whatever, whatever. But this, what's up with this team? Antoine Woods, no popping off you. on Twitter. Jordan Lewis popping off on Twitter. Jalen Smith popping off on Twitter. Marcus What's going Lawrence. on, hot boys? I'm saying, this is what I'm saying. There is, hey, you know what? I'm going to just pat myself, and I ain't even trying to pat, but I said I got you. I'll pat you. A, couple, a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, I said, you know what, number one, is Rob Marinelli good at developing young talent? No, I brought we, the question. We talked up, didn't about I? that. Didn't I? Yeah, we talked. I said, he, he, he messed up with Taco. He messed up with the last draft pick with Tristan Hill. He's not good at developing. And then when he can't develop it, he says, you know what? Just give me a veteran and I'm going to work with that. And I just feel like there's a discipline issue. There's, and I think, you know what? They're not scared of Papa Rod. They're not scared of you, Papa Rod, no more. I feel like they, your time has passed, and they ain't scared of your old ass. You understand him, what I'm saying? Him or Jason Garrett. They ain't, they ain't scared of y'all. They might give y'all respect. They might like y'all, but liking you and respecting you is two different things. I might Ooh, like you, but I don't like, mean I got to respect perfect. you. That is perfect. They I might like, like you, but that don't mean guys. I got to respect you. You get what I'm saying? I don't respect you just because I like you. That's what it is, man. They, they, they like these guys. You know why they like them? Because, because it's they, easy. They comfy. You're comfy. It's not. It's not uncomfortable. I would like you too when I know it's not uncomfortable. But I know I, I ain't losing my job, and I know I ain't getting in trouble. Did you hear, did you hear what Brett Maher said? Man, I slept well because I kicked the ball pretty good, so I slept well. Wow, you you know that's an indictment on your coach's death. This There's man, no. this man missed another field goal. He has ten missed field goals, y'all. Ten missed field goals. That's number and one. You in still the have league. a job, like the first time in a half decade that a that a kicker has missed ten field goals in the season. And it's the first time since Nick Foles or Nick uh, Folk, Nick Folk, the, they're the same people that missed the, that missed ten field goals for the Cowboys. And they're he the same went people. Home and said, "I slept well." Wow, you know why he slept well? Because he knew he was gonna keep his job. Yeah, I would sleep well too. I know I'm getting cut. I can underperform. I know on my I'm making a million and, dollars, and, and, and dude. I'm getting cut. Trash. You know, Jamez Alawea, Alawea. What a waste of money. And I said, don't cut Keith Smith. Why would you do it? He offered yeah, the same upset. option, and he was better. But we, but we, we, we gonna keep telling ourselves we're gonna use the fullback. We're gonna keep telling ourselves that's that lot. That, that's that antiquatedness in Jason Garrett. Now you can use a fullback. I mean, the the Niners do you it can, well. You, there's a whole the, bunch of people that can use a fullback if you well. have. The, yeah, but you don't have that. But go look at those fullbacks, though. It's boring and stale. It's been boring and stale with Dallas since I'm gonna say last exciting offense I seen with the Cowboys was 2014. 2016, okay, yeah, because it was new and fresh with Zeke. But 2014 was really explosive to me. This this um, stuff right here is not explosive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, that was an exciting offense. You had a 1800 yard back, and Murray, and you had Romo changing up all the plays and, and slinging that thing, changing and, all up all yeah. the plays. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't Romo. like that. Nope, he'd be snapping on, Romo's he'd be snapping his, snapping his finger on the side. Yep, yep, I kill, see that kill, snap. Yep. kill, kill. As soon as he go to the line, kill, kill. I ain't like that. I'm like, damn, <laughs> Romo, you killing every play, dog. God, they gonna put you on murder death row, dog. Chill. Killing, killing every play. Like, he, now, I'm like, I'm running my own offense. You he feel came me? out, I think, the year he retired and said, yeah, man, I changed the play 80% of the time. I was like, oh, wait a minute. What that we can't just you? gloss over that. 80%? What does that tell you? Get this offense coordinator out of here. If he changed the play 80% of the time. And you really think he like Jason Garrett all like that? Who? Tony? That's yeah. his buddy. That's his buddy. I don't know. I just know Jerry was his buddy, and he knew he could always go over Jason's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it was crazy. After Romo retired, Scott Linehan, 
they asked him about, you know, Dak Prescott not changing the play. He's like, oh, yeah, man, I, I love that. I love that I can call the play. The play gets ran. You know why he was so happy? Because he was tired of Tony Romo changing his play. Hell, yeah. Uh, this dude, every time I come up and call the play, this dude like, no, nope. I don't like that. I'm changing that one you up. You go here, you do this, you do that, touchdown. But, you know, just going back to this defense right quick, it's yeah. just, to me, it's a discipline issue. Um, as I said, you had Demarcus Lawrence. You had Greg Hardy. You had David Irvin. You had Randy Daniel Gregory. Ross. Randy Gregory, Antoine and Woods. now Antoine Woods. Tyrone That's Crawford. Tyrone Crawford. All these players that have been in trouble, all the players have all been along the defensive line and the defense. You think that's by – and then, what, because – I mean, what? I mean, that's not a coincidence. It's a count of, yeah, they're, and, they're, then, and then when you see the play on the field, you, I, that correlates. When people act like it doesn't, I get it. I get the thing about marijuana and players. I, I understand all that because it ain't just the we, Cowboys yeah, that smoke weed. We support weed. it. I support it. I ain't the, hating the, on the, it. The, the but difference you still, is you know it's wrong. You, you know you can't do it. You can't and you do know it you can't yet. do it in Texas. And you know you can't have three O's on you. You can't. <laughs> Yeah, it's a paraphernalia. Yeah, paraphernalia and you're lying. Trying Everybody to hide. Get, it you was know, possession like, with yeah. intent. Yeah, you feel me? That was only one. I was lying. And you're tampering? Come on, dog. <laughs> you feel me? You're tampering. I probably just, threw it. I just don't understand. You probably threw it in the – you, he, he pulled your hey, Mr. Woods. He threw it, threw it in. Hey, what's, what's that? Chris what, Carter what's say? Something? You ain't got no fall guy, bro. Man. I'm just saying, I'm yeah, not going to get too got, personal with yeah, it. You ain't got somebody to bring it to you? Thank you. If I'm in the NFL, I'm like. Hey, bring it to me, dog. I'm not no. coming out there. I got yeah. too much to lose. Yeah. I, what is but you, you know what? It, we, we say that, and I'm not, hey, but you know what? We say that, uh, but then you think, well, you you might be a little different. Be, be a little different. I can see you doing it. But me, I, 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 might, I, might, I, might, I might touch the line a little bit. I ain't going to lie. I might touch the line. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little renegade. When when, they, when I look at that game, check, oh, what? See, that's what I'm saying. You, what? You, oh, I'm good. Yeah, see what I'm saying? I you, ain't jeopardizing that. You feel me? I, that's what I'm saying. I, I I can't lie about myself. Sometimes I might be the little renegade. So I can understand, but I still don't say it's right. Like, even if I say, All yeah, I might do that, that I still say that I'm being undisciplined within myself. You feel me? You can't right. lie you to accept yourself. It. You accept it. Like, if somebody says, well, blah, 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 this. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's what it was. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's a running theme with Jerry Jones and, and and getting these defensive guys, and you don't know all the time. You didn't know Antoine Woods was going to do that, but again, I saw him all on Twitter, and it's like, is anybody going to check him late for meetings for whatever? And now, and then this, as soon as he gets in left late for a meeting, he jumps right on Twitter to who's, who's like tell everybody, this man? like tell everybody, he like, man, I only been late for three meetings. Like, shut up. Yeah, like, who cares, dude? You were late for the meeting. Like, stop Sit trying down. to make – yeah, just take what it was. It's, and here's the thing. They get mad at hearing it on Twitter and people talking Twitter, about man. it. Get off of it if you don't want to hear it. <laughs> or don't do it, and you'll never hear it. And, 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 and this is why I say Jason Garrett's DNA is seeped into the DNA of this team and its players. You got guys like that. All have only been late three times. You got J- Jordan Jordan Lewis. Oh, y'all tripping for panicking. We'll be all right. You got Zeke Elliott. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're 4-4. Jordan, Jordan made me mad when he said that. Oh, I man. love Jordan. but even, that... even Zeke. I was surprised when he said, Zeke, are you disappointed you're 3-3 three and three, or whatever it was? It's like, oh, yeah, man, to... you know, we're 500. I don't, I don't listen to no damn Zeke and no <laughs> press. I don't listen to no Zeke and no press. I'm just saying, no though, listen to the I... guys. They sound I, I don't like need to. Garrett. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't listen to them because all they do is deflect. Like, I'll be keeping it real. When I first started my big game, James Page, 2017, 
Boy, I was showing all that damn interviews. Po- locker room interview. I ain't showing a damn interview ever because I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your same robotic answers. We're I want we we know one thing. What's what's the one things we're always hearing? We know one thing. There's no quitting this this locker room. Shut the hell up. Yeah, Jordan. Again, hey, Jordan Lewis just came out on Twitter yesterday. Oh, we're fighting for our team. We're going. We're fighting. You ain't for our, fighting. Our no, you're stop. Stop. No, you're just, not. Quiet, stop. Man. Jordan, come on, dog. We love you. No, you're not. Like, let's keep it funky. No, you're gonna run. If y'all running through a brick wall, then you should have won. That's a lie because you were better than the Bears. You should have won then. If you're running through the wall for your coach, then you shouldn't have lost because you were better than that team. So that's a lie that you're saying, and you're just trying to save face for what? And when you jumped out there and said, y'all tripping for panicking, I got so mad I wanted to say, come on, dog. Ain't nobody tripping. We're not panicking. We just know you guys. We keeping it real. We know you guys. We know y'all. And y'all trying to act like, the true fans don't know y'all. I mean, the media knows y'all. The fan know y'all. So don't do that. I wonder if we're still tripping at six and seven. <laughs> no, I'm are we, we still, still panicking? Tripping? Are we still panicking? Are we, are we uh, tripping uh, for panicking? Are we tripping? Right. What's the what's the excuse now? I don't know, but I know what. I wish some one of those uh, reporters would have asked him that. Hey, Jordan Lewis. Um, you made a statement uh, a couple of weeks ago. Are the fans ago, so. still tripping? He wouldn't have known what to do, bro. He that's you know what he'll do? He'll do some Jerry Jones. Hey, now watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> now watch it now. Now don't you get now. Don't you better watch your now watch your mouth now. Now I came over here to be good and give you a good interview, but I ain't gonna be hearing none of that. Now you you give you give me the right questions, yeah. and that's where it's gonna be. That's what it came out of his mouth if somebody wanna come like that. Cause when a reporter comes like that, oh, they sorry. get mad as hell. They get mad as hell because they know it's the truth. And they 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 don't want the reporters asking them them real questions. They want them superficial questions, but they don't want them real ones like, hey Jordan, hey man, I was listening to your conference. Hey, you I remember you jumped on your Twitter and said, uh, stop panicking and stop tripping. What's going on now? He'd be mad as hell. He oh, probably not, he probably never talked to that reporter again. You gotta warn me before you drop that and watch it. Listen, the reason why I'm cracking up. <laughs> Hey, watch it now. Before hey, you cut show. that shit out. He said, you cut that shit out. You cut that out now. Oh, man. Before the show, he said, I've been on a long that. trip. <laughs> a long trip. All right, let me calm down. Let me calm down. <laughs> Jerry Jones, if y'all ain't seen it, I, I'm, I might, I might drop it. If you a Cowboys fan, you ain't seen it. You ain't oh, a Cowboys fan. You ain't, if you ain't seen this interview, you, ain't a Cowboys, you gotta go man. see the interview. Jerry Jones on 105.3 The Fan. They were talking to him. They asked him, Jerry, are you embarrassed by the team? And what Jerry say? He said, hey, you better watch your mouth now. Don't you be asking me no shit like that. You better watch it. Now, I came here, and I am I'm came here, and I'm going to do the interview. You you better. I like you, y'all. You're you going to ask the right questions, and then you we're going to get out of here because I'm not going to be doing that today. He said, I ain't got the patience for that today. I ain't got today. the patience for that today. He said, I like y'all, but I ain't don't do that. Now, you go and do the right type of interview if you oh, want that man, to happen. Jerry Jones, boy, when he get mad, he get well, he, he, he get, cut that shit out quick. He, he that, get that. the metaphors going. Lord, he Lord, said, have mercy. Yeah, it's t- he said it's tighter than a mosquito's ass. You be like, what? Man. Circumcised yeah. a mosquito. Like, oh, what are you talking about, Jerry? Yeah. jerry But you know what? Uh, oh, boy. If it's one thing, you know, I'm not going to get into politics, but Jerry Jones, he reminds me of George Bush in the sense of George Bush, when he opened his mouth, he say the dumbest stuff in the world. And that's what Jerry Jones do. He opened his mouth. 
and he just says that's why stuff. you shouldn't be the general manager you shouldn't listen to jerry <laughs> i mean if, you can't listen, listen to him to because he's, you, yeah because jerry's just he, that's what he does he, he his mouthpiece that's what he does but once again as long as jerry is the gm bruh <laughs> we're gonna have the same years dog People act like it's going to – see, that's what that's what Cowboys fans are deceived, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry people don't want to hear this, but they're deceived because they think it's just the coach. But guess what? Garrett's been here 10 years. How long has it been since Jerry won a championship? Uh, 25 going on. So, it's big, so that means it's bigger than Garrett. Well, it's definitely bigger than Garrett. So when we keep on thinking that it's going to change – Something's going to miraculously change because Jerry's going to get a head coach that can – he's going to get the right head coach. Do you really trust that Jerry Jones is going to get the right type of head coach for the next <laughs> Dallas, for the Dallas Cowboys? And he's still doing this with uh, freaking uh, – I'm, I'm hoping for lightning. Jason Garrett, do you really believe that? Yeah, yeah. You keep on deceiving yourselves, Cowboys fans. Keep deceiving yourselves. Keep okay. hope alive. Yeah, that's what it is. Like the seven and nine Seattle Seahawks went to the playoffs in 2010. Keep hope. Oh alive. gosh, no, 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 no. Please, Lord, I hope we do not go eight and eight or seven and nine. Host the San Francisco 49ers or the Seahawks and get win the playoff game oh. and then go into the division round, lose to the Saints by like four. And Jerry's like, you know what? I told y'all, that's I'm going to bring my boy back. That's my boy. Oh, I told you man, he could do I, it. I would be livid, absolutely livid. I don't know if I do Dallas media for a year. <laughs> Fast. <laughs> I'll boycott. Listen, we got 10 days, uh, a lot of time to sit on this dang loss. Yeah. 10 days and we get the Rams up next. Oh, boy. Oh that boy. should be fun. Yeah. That should be <laughs> fun. But we got it. We got it hey, for the fans, man. You know, it's we funny because before we was excited. Now we're just like, damn. We're like, oh, man. <laughs> before it was like, hey, let's Pissed get off after these Vikings. Really. Now you're like, oh, Lord, now the Rams. Sean McVay hey, coming in here. They're, we're only two against Wade dog, he, he licking his chops. He's going to be like, hey, just pop in the 2018 playoff game. Do it all over again. Do it all over again. Just Ain't nothing that. changed. Hey, let's just run the same plays and see if they fall for it. Yep, they do. In fact, they're worse. <laughs> that's oh, pathetic. We're, but that's all right, though. We're going We're going to give y'all um, our offense-defense breakdown. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said, we'll have it for you next week. we got, again, 10 days between games, so it's a little bit longer stretch here. But obviously, we're going to drop y'all. A nice podcast because we give y'all the truth and we give y'all the heat. And this heat. podcast was full of it. Oh, full I of get the one, truth. I, yeah, I want to give one last thing. You know how parting I, words. Go ahead, man. Part, parting words because you know everybody. A lot of people get on me because I had some people get on me today again because I posted some Witten Jarwin type stuff and they're like, "Man, you just won't leave Witten alone. You just won't leave, leave Witten alone." Oh, man, but I just I just want to say this, you know. And I I thought it was you know was kind of deep to me. Uh, when Marcus Marshall made, made that post where he's seen Witten chewing some people out on the sidelines, he said, well, when Dez Bryant did it, it was a distraction. But when Jason Witten does it, it's leadership. leadership. I mean, I, I just did look at that, and I'm not dissing Witten. I, I like Witten. I like that fire. But here's my thing. This is why I want to say that. I feel like he feels like he has the right to do that because of what he's did in the past. But you have done nothing this year. In my, years. in my opinion, on this team, to be jumping at people like that because your numbers and you haven't been the greatest this year as well. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like he's lived off the legacy to be able to go off on people like that, and people will look at that like that's his legacy. You know, that's Jason Witten. He's allowed. No, because he hasn't been producing on the field all like that this year. You see what happened the numbers yesterday with Jarwin 
They were considerably better than um, Witten once again. It's like every other game ha- that's that's happening. So I that, I just kind of think that uh, yes, I understand the frustration frustration from Witten and getting on the team, but kind of peel back a little bit because you is, ain't really did nothing on you ain't uh, really did nothing on the field this year. I won't go too far into a Dez bag, but it's not fair to Dez because he he got so it's much not bad fair rep. to him. So much bad rep, and for that doing was that just exact and, thing. And he all he was was yelling. He was never yelling at players saying they sucked. He was always like, "I'm tired of this crap. We need to win this damn game. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of us losing. I'm tired of us not getting first downs. I'm tired of this offense not moving. I'm tired of us looking like this against this sorry team." What would you hear him on the sidelines? Well, saying all the time, "We can beat this team. We're better than this team." He was always saying, "We are better than them. We are better than this team. Let's go out there and play it, man." Like Tony, dog. Look, we got to play better. We are better. That's what I would always hear Dez say. It was never him derating or berating another player. He never did that. He was always telling them, let's go. But I'm not going to rip Jason. I'm going to rip the media for, for like you said, if, for, and the fans for trying to say, oh, this is great leadership or this is leadership. Because remember what I asked for last episode or two episodes ago is I Some need to anger. see fire. I need yeah. to see somebody pissed off. So the fact that I saw Whit pissed off, that was cool. That was fine. You know, but again, guys, he's been doing this his whole career since he's been the leader. This is not new to me. You know, Jason Jason Witten has yelled, yelled a ton of plenty times, of, plenty you know, of times, plenty of it's times not on the, the first time. You so. just don't. They don't show it like exactly. they would show a Dez. That's oh, propaganda. The camera was panning that's, on Dez. That, that's what I'm saying. That's propaganda of the media. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. I like that parting shot. I do like that because it, it it makes you think. Uh, what's going on out there when one guy does this and the media portrays him one way, and the same guy, another guy does the same thing, and nothing. Crickets. Yeah, crickets. Just saying. Just saying. That is the life of a Dallas Cowboy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, life of a Cowboy. Baby. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. We are going to head out. And like I said, make sure you check um, check in with us next week for episode number seven, pre- previewing this Rams game. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Prayers up. Skywalker out. Big game, James. Peace. Peace. Peace.